everyone. Starting off like a rocket. Yeah, pocket rocket. Oh, that's a penis. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to Beyond Pod. I'm Paul Rose here with my dear wife, Sanya. Not done that intro in a very long time. Have we not? What have you been doing? Just going, ah, yeah, bunch of... No, you haven't. <sighs> no, I haven't. Where have you been introducing the podcast? Just hello. Oh, just hi. Uh, <laughs> I've got really low energy hi. Hi. No. Oh, welcome to Biampod again. <laughs> oh, we love Biampod. Yeah, we love Biampod. Uh, we love all of you as well. Hey, this week we're doing something a little bit different. We're going to go through, as promised last week, we're going to go through Marillion's most played and least played song. In fact, all of Marillion's songs. Played live, you mean? Live, yes, live. Yes, from Setlist Not FM. just played in terms yeah, this of is Spotify. What, that's what it sounded like. So we must <sighs> specify that this is played by Marillion for Marillion. For Marillion fans. For Marillion at fans. Concerts. At concerts live. Also, we have to quickly say, I'm really sorry to those of you whose letters we didn't read out last week. I found a bunch of them in our email that I hadn't um, transferred to the document for some reason. Mm. Probably because we had a lot going on the last few weeks. It has been insane over here. It's probably for the best. There were a lot of long letters. No, the ones that have the ones that we have left to read are not too long. Okay, so just but just so you all know, Paul has said. I put my foot down. I said we cannot do three <laughs> weeks worth of letters, so. We may do some another letters page in a month or so with some of the letters we have left over. Even though in a month or so, a lot of these letters are about marbles. Well, so that's fine. It would be there's, late. There's never a bad time to talk about marbles. Marbles came that's out what? True. Marbles came out twenty odd years ago. Yeah, fair enough. You know, well, no, eighteen years ago. So you know, to say it's too late, it's nonsense. Never too late. Um, so yes, yeah, so we're going to talk about uh, Marillion songs played live which ones we think they should play more which ones we think they should play less <laughs> Neverland. <coughs> um that's no that's mean though. why is that mean because it's a great song they can play it as many times as they want mm. green card blank check for number of plays it's a great song i agree anyway we're going to see which is the number one most played meridian song and the least played. Okay. <laughs> but before we get there, hey, everyone, I hope you, by the time you've listened to this, it'll be over. So I hope you've all had fun in Stockholm. Oh, yeah, that's this weekend. Yes, as we are recording this on the Friday. Oh, how exciting. Yeah. Has everyone recovered from COVID that yeah, had it in the well, band? Uh, I saw Rothers have put up a negative test, so he was ready to go. I hope he's feeling okay. I hope his energy has returned. It's, it can just sit down on the edge of the stage if it hasn't. <laughs> With his feet dangling yeah. over and <laughs> swaying. Like a kid in a big chair. <laughs> play guitar sitting down like oh. on a stage well yeah i think uh, was it mike rutherford used to in i mean sitting on the edge of the uh, stage I don't, it doesn't really matter does it rothers has done it because didn't he on one of the i think cruise to the edges have a bad back and he had to have a stall on stage oh not couldn't get to the toilet because his bag seized up <laughs> everyone close your eyes <laughs> You want to turn around, close your eyes while he just relieves himself. Um, Why are we talking about this? I don't know. This is a terrible start to any new listeners. Sorry, everyone. Sorry, everyone. Um, Something strange is going on, though, with the Marillion weekends. What's Because they've, uh, for the remaining Marillion weekends, they've swapped around the Friday and the Sunday set lists. Yes, you said. What do you think is the reason? I don't know. I haven't seen anything, although this was what, Lucy had confirmed it. What I what do you speculate? Well, it's the it's the up tempo set list is on the Friday, isn't it? Now, now, yeah, yeah it used now. to be season's end. Yes, now is it's... this starting from Stockholm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. So we're getting the up tempo one on the Friday. So maybe I don't know. All their energy goes into that, and maybe they were too knackered by the Sunday to, to, to do, do an up tempo songs. Maybe. The great thing is, I've um, since we did our episodes on it, I've mostly forgotten what the set list is of that night. Oh, that's good. You're yeah. too drunk. What do you mean I'm too drunk? You had you had a lot of wine that evening. What evening? 
What are you, on earth are you talking about? We <laughs> wasn't drunk when we did the podcast going through the set list. Oh. The hell are you talking about, know. wife? My brain's... <laughs> you were too drunk when we did the podcast. No, on the night you? of the Marillion weekend. Okay, Which is three nights and also, okay, what, this, I, none of this is making sense. Just let's move on. Yeah, let's, let's move, move on. Let's move on. I've never been drunk doing this podcast. No, not while you were doing this podcast. Also, uh, Christmas quiz. Yeah, okay, I was a um, bit tiddly. Anyway, moving on because, yeah, you're not yeah, making Yeah, this isn't sense. making sense. Just This is making sense. No, you're making sense. I'm not. No, this is riveting. For the listeners. God, I know. Uh, so, so um, yeah, so I don't really remember what they played. I know, I mean, obviously we know, I think everyone now knows that it's season's end on what will now be the Sunday night, but played in a slightly odd order. Mm. And even then, I don't totally remember what the, the encores are. Mm. Sounds that can't... No, don't say, because I want to be surprised. Okay. <laughs> You know, I want to be surprised now. All right. You love your surprises. Yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, so that's going to be interesting, mm. isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it, Sanya? It it sure is. Um, what else is happening in Meridian World? Um, there's a special edition of Record Collector out, which is a Meridian special. What, what is Record Collector? Oh, it's been going for years, Record Collector. Our friend John... Mm. Has written for Record Collector. Has he? I yeah, didn't know. John, John is a record collector. He's a very avid record collector. Yes. Isn't, isn't always an avid record player. He buys the records and keeps them, I think, in his garage in catalogued. And he's he's into sort of um, old rock and roll stuff, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So, and he's written for the, is it a mag? So I'm assuming it's a magazine. Yeah, yeah, it's a magazine for record collectors. Oh, but wow. The latest cool. issue, so it, you know, it lists all sort of rarities and what the prices are. I used to get it from time to time because I think there were million issues in the past. Um, but this new one, this special, I think, has interviews with Fish and Steve Hogarth. And so I thought I'd, I'd just ordered it. And which, um, which Marillion albums are they saying are the rarest? Or records. Well, I haven't got it yet. I've only just bought it online. Oh, I see. I thought you'd read the articles. No. Online. No, no. But maybe we can have a little discussion about it. Yeah, we can do that. Well, you know, I know I have the rarest Meridian record. I own it. What is it? You don't have any records, do you? Well, okay, CD. Oh, CD. (laughs) Oh, right. So it's not just about vinyl. My signed copy of them doing a cover of Let It Be, which... Oh, which which you don't know where it is, though. I do know where it is in the shed okay okay don't worry about it too much because it's I not, do because I've seen the state of the shed it's not in a nice sleeve it's just in like a, a empty sort of blank clamshell CD case <laughs> don't look at me like that <laughs> hey um, so I just wanted to tell you a, a, um, a joke a story mm. about I, this is um friend of mine who got fired from Ikea oh yeah, because he kept taking the stock home. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. That's, that's for the all. I meant to tell that. That's for everyone going this weekend. Yeah. Right. Okay. I'm on Setlist FM. All right. Let's go. So, there are only two songs that I would desperately like to find out how many times they've been played. Oh, well, this is great that we're going to go through every song. <laughs> there's only two you care about. Um, <laughs> no, there's two that I'm really curious about. Which are? Which are? Yeah, in your own time. Oh, I've got to see wherever. You can't remember. You've got to. You've written them down. There's only two songs I care about, but I can't remember what they I'm are. I'm just <laughs> checking in case there were more. Okay. Uh, oh, no, there are only two. Beyond You and Most Toys. Right. What do you think is at number one? Let's say it again. Easter. Easter. Okay. Someone on Twitter. Because I would have that. said Neverland, but you told us what Neverland was the other day. Did I? No, oh. you didn't say actually the number. It's ranking. You just said it had been played That's many times. times. Many yeah. times. Okay. So um, if, they're, if we are wrong with any of these numbers, I mean, let's face it, if you're going to go and check and you've got your own database... Well, shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> so, if there is anything wrong here, blame Setlist FM and the people who compile. This would have been FM. this would have been a good drinking game. So, if you get it wrong, you have to take a shot. Okay, <laughs> would be plastered. Um, 
All right, so there's a whole bunch of songs they've only played once, which are no. ma- which are mainly covers. Oh, okay, fair. that doesn't really count. Well, should we go through them or some of them anyway? Yeah. So we're going to start at the least played. Okay, so at the bottom of this list, this is the this is um, a traditional cover that they played uh, in December two thousand and seven. Uh, in the Netherlands, Z. I really apologise for my pronunciation here. Zigins Comp de Stormboot. <laughs> Brackets trad. <laughs> is it a Christmas song? I think it. Oh Jesus! This here it is. Yeah, I think it is Christmas. Oh, that sounds like a Christmas carol. St. Nicholas. Now, unfortunately, this video that I've just called up is obviously a Netherlands um, Christmas song. The video uh, has St. Nicholas on a boat with a horse and, unfortunately, a whole load of Black Peters. Um, You know, the controversial... Oh, no. Awkward. ...Dutch Christmas figure. I mean, it has had 17 million views, but um, maybe... We should just move on from that. Uh, all right, so Meridian played that. I mean, I'm assuming Pete didn't black up for it. Yeah, I don't think he would. Uh, let's hope not anyway. So they played Year Blues by the Beatles once, John Lennon's Working Class Heroes once. Um, sorry, Working Class Hero, not Working Class Heroes. Uh, they played Wish You Were Here at... Um, the 2003 Meridian Weekend, which I remember that. That was a, a shit show. Uh, oh, it, was, it wasn't... Well, Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd. Yeah. It wasn't good. Well, I think, if I'm right, it was part of Meridian Jambalaya, which was this under-rehearsed uh, idea of H's, whereby they kept swapping out members of the band with people who were part of the support acts. Oh, yeah, uh, you've mentioned this before. And no one knew what... They were playing. Oh, no. Or, you know, H, I think, was meant to sing Wish You Were Here and didn't know the lyrics, so the audience ended up singing it. And I imagine Rothers would play it well. Yes. I also think, though, this my recollection of this is hazy, but I think possibly John Otway joined in on Theremin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well- I was not expecting you to say that. If I remember right. <laughs> With John Otway on the theremin. <laughs> yeah. Playing Wish You Were Here. <laughs> That's brilliant. Uh, love John Otway. What happened to your theremin? Uh, well, that, I've got one in the shape of a baby's head. <laughs> so people have suddenly like, just like, what? <laughs> uh, yeah, I do. Oh, is that a theremin? Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, so I move my hands around the baby's scalp and it plays... Sounds. I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought that was just like a weird. I never even thought about what it was. I thought it was it's just like a sculpture. No, no, no. It's a, it's a theremin. Oh, I want to have a go on it now. Yeah, we need to find my little lamp. I, I think it's to next to in. it. Is it? I think so. Oh, well, yeah. There we go then. Theremin time on the next episode. <laughs> Playing. Wish you were here. Um. So, uh, briefly, because this is all I think in reverse alphabetical order. So the next track is an actual Meridian song, which they only played once on March the 1st, 1980 at the Berkhamsted Civic Centre. Um, the Tower, which if I'm right, the Tower may have formed part of Grendel. Don't quote me on that. Uh, then they played The Man with the Child in His Eyes once. I would have liked to have heard that. I mean, H yeah, has certainly would, done it. I would have loved to have heard that. House of the Rising Sun. Um, then we have another played at the same gig as The Tower, uh, The Haunting of Gill House. Um, oh. Famous Lost Meridian song. Wow. Then, what, Meridian original? Yeah, yeah. Have you heard it? I can't remember. Um, I'm not sure. I may have heard it on a bootleg that my friend John gave me. John is getting a lot of mentions in this episode. I yeah. don't even know if he listens to us. Um, then we have The Boys Are Back in Town by Thin Lizzy. I was there at that gig uh, with Iron Maiden also joining in. Then we have another um, Meridian original, only played once, Snow Angel. Mm. Yeah. Uh, then we have another one that I was at. Wait. Snow Angel is a Marillion song. Yes. From which era? 
well, it was played once on March the 14th, 1981. Oh, wow. Have you heard heard that song? I don't think so. (gasps) So much to discover, Paul. Yeah. Then we have, because obviously they did a lot of covers at the 2007 Meridian Weekend, which I loved. Everyone else seemingly didn't. Um, Six Months in a Leaky Boat. Then they played Silent Night once at a Christmas gig. They play She Goes On at the Meridian Weekend 2007. Shadow on the Wall by Mike Oldfield, February the 6th, 1986, which was two nights after I saw them for the very first time. They did a charity gig with Mike Oldfield and other guests, including, I think, Mickey Simmons, who later became Fish's co-writer. Um, School's Out by Alice Cooper. They played once in 1989. Runaway, not the Meridian one, but the Del Shannon one. They played once in Warsaw. Rock and Roll by Led Zeppelin in 91, Roadhouse Blues by The Doors in 2005, Not Fade Away by The Crickets in 2009, Mrs. Robinson, they played in Seattle in 2005, but that was good. Money, 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 we all know that one, they did in 2007, Live and Let Die, they did in 1987, that could have been good. I wonder if some of these covers, though, were part of, because they often would extend... Uh, Marcus Square Heroes and do little bits of other songs. Oh, right. I was just going to ask, what prompted them to play these particular songs? They might not be all in full. Right. Okay. Mm. Uh, little Wing by Jimi Hendrix oh, Experience. Nice. Uh, 91. Life on Mars in 2013. Let's Twist Again in 1987. Chubby Checker cover. I definitely heard them do a version of Let's Twist Again at the Milton Keynes Bowl for Welcome to the Garden Party in 86. So... There you go. uh, That might be incorrect that they only played it once. Lean On Me by Bill Withers, 87. Jumping Jack Flash, 91. Instant Karma by John Lennon, 2013. Blah, blah, blah. Imagine by John Lennon, 95. Humdrum by Peter Gabriel in 93. Wow, that's a surprise. Uh, Hotel California, uh, 2014. Hold Your Head Up by Argent. Ooh, they did in 97. That's interesting, given that Fish actually released that as a single. Did he? Um, I'd love to hear Meridian's version of that. And compare it to Fish's one. I'm going to have to seek that Wait, out. Wait, so when was that? 87? 97. 97. After Fish had released it. Oh, get out. Really? Yeah, that's really interesting. Didn't know they'd done that. Mm. Maybe they didn't know that he'd released it as a single Maybe. at that point. Or they just did it to spite him. No. <laughs> um, okay, so 2007 again. Good morning, good morning by the Beatles. I remember seeing them. Sound check that with my VIP pass. With my VIP pass. Special. Special. I'm special. Fast car by Tracy Allman. Tracy, Tracy Allman. Allman. <laughs> Tracy what? Chapman. No. <laughs> Tracy Chapman. Tracy oh, Allman. I love that song. I uh, did that in '95. Everybody hurts by REM. Seldom do that in 2007. Don't let me down by the Beatles in '91. Uh, okay, look, I'm just you know um, they play close, which is an original on March the 1st, 1980, at the Berkhamstead Civic Centre. I refuse to believe they only ever played a lot of these early songs once, once. at the Berkhamstead Civic Centre. Mm. I just think there's um, gaps in the history. Have you heard the song Close? Close, I have. It basically is the web. Do you know what? Um, Wait, before we go any further, I need to write a list of songs that you haven't heard. Okay. Why? So that we can... Where you can well, remember. look for them. I remember. I've got. I've got a better memory than you. <laughs> that, that, that's true. So you haven't heard. What were the What were the two that you hadn't well, heard? I'd love to hear their version of "Hold Your Head Up." I'm talking about Marillion Originals, though. Okay. Well, I still want to hear that. There aren't many. I don't think I've heard "The Tower" or "Snow Angel." That was I'm, it. But I might have done. I need to. All right. Have heard... So our goal is to find "The yes. Tower" and uh, "Snow Angel" for you to listen to. Okay. All right. I mean, also for me to listen to, it's not like, no, yeah. no, I don't want to hear it, Paul, you, well, you think, listen I to it. I think it's overdue that we do an episode on those early Marillion tracks anyway, those demos that are out there. Uh, the Haunting of Gill House as well. You haven't heard that yet? No, I don't think I have. But again, I may be wrong. How do you spell Gill? G-I-L-L, like Hill, but with a G. Well, it might have had one L. 
Oh, okay. Does like it honestly, gill, short for Jillian. Does it honestly matter? Like that fish it. gills, maybe. <gasps> oh, yeah. Do you think that's why they picked it? No, because I think it was pre-fish. I may be wrong. Uh, I'm going to skip over a lot of these covers. They did Bite by Pink Floyd. I'll just read out a few interesting ones. Bed Shape by Keen, I saw them do, which is really interesting because the first time I heard that song, I thought, oh, that's kind of um, a really good Marillion song. Uh, and then they did it as a cover. So ah. someone else agreed with me. Um, right, All the Young Dudes. Uh, I was there when they did that. King is Half Undressed by Jellyfish. They've done twice. So we're now into the two two songs i'm gonna skip covers from here on out and yes just, just deal with uh meridian originals so it's saying her and the hunter i think i've heard a, a, a bootleg of that you have they heard played it. twice and that's not from it's not a part of grendel it might have become part of grendel but what i will say again they've played that more than twice they played a lot of early gigs but yeah this stuff made Which up their was set it? list yeah true so this is inaccurate set list fm Yes. Get your game on. Sort this out. Says here they played improvisation twice. (laughs) (laughs) They've only improvised twice Twice on stage in their whole career. Well, yeah, but what about Pete when he he sometimes goes off on the bass when, you know, Rothers is restringing or Mark's keyboards are broken? You know, Pete will kind of go on the bass. Well, yeah, I guess if, if it's considered a song unto itself, then it would go on Setlist FM as improvisation. Well, we'll have to see, because I'm pretty sure it ended up on at least one Front Row Club CD as Bass Frenzy. Oh, <laughs> nice. Right, now here we go. Here's a song that has been played three times that I think should be played more. Go on, uh, then. Hailing from the Afraid of Sunlight era, Icon which was a B-side. Oh. oh. Go, I have a feeling I listened to it. I can't remember what I thought of it. I gave up it. computer games. I gave up weed. I gave up blah, 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 mm. blah. Uh, it's, it's a great little song. It's got a really sort of kind of creeping, slinky sort of vibe to it. Mm. Uh, and they've only played it three times. I mean, all right, it's not very bouncy, but it's uh, it's got that sort of um, looseness to it that, almost experimental feel to it that I sometimes wish they'd embrace a bit more. Um, So here we have uh, also played, oh no, this has been played three times as well. And this is, that's a, this is a freaking travesty that this has only been played three times. Half the world from um, Happiness is the Road, the second disc. You won't Um, know it. No, I haven't heard that yet. It's a great pop song. And it's only been played three times. Three times, only ever at Meridian Weekends in 2011. And it's it's really good. Well, maybe the band doesn't like it. It's, it's you know, it, it's a bit... In, and yet... In, in the way a lot of stuff on that second disc of Happiness is the Road is, is sort of a bit throwaway. I'm going to be, from this point onwards, comparing every song that they, that you like, I haven't heard, this one from Happiness is the Road. I'm going to be comparing it to how often they've played, how many times they've played Most Toys. Okay, yeah. Half the World, better song than Most Toys by a long way. It's it's pop and it's frothy and H clearly couldn't be bothered to write lyrics for the whole song because he literally just sings blah, 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 blah. <laughs> okay, literally, all right. Like, literally. All right, blah, blah, that blah, 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 might... Blah. <laughs> That might be a reason why it's only been played three times. Now I understand why it's only been played three times. I mean, when I first heard it and he did that, I just thought, brilliant, brilliant. And not he's not even pretending. <laughs> anyway, I think it's a great song. They need to play that more. Now, the next song is another one played at the same Meridian Weekend, so only three times mm. um, that they've only they've never played outside of that, which is especially true also from Happiness is the Road. Again, it deserves to be played more than three times. I know you were distracted then by our daughters doing things in the kitchen. Yeah. Did you hear anything I said? Um. (laughs) (laughs) No. I was just worried that she was... I saw her looking at the light switch and, you know, electrician problems. Yes, we've got... Yes, our underlighters keep blowing (laughs) off off fuses or sort of tripping our fuse box. So we've had to put a label on the underlighter light 
switch Thing. that says don't touch this. Yeah. Anyway, especially true deserves to be played a few more times. Not my favourite song, mm. but it's all right. I've got two questions. Oh, only two. One, the the song that you mentioned just before, especially true, that was from Happiness Is the Road, where H sings blah blah blah. <laughs> so on the actual album Happiness Is the Road, yeah. there's a song with lyrics blah blah blah. Oh, you've now you finally clicked that I've said that. No, I didn't. Yeah, I finally clicked that it was on the album and it wasn't yeah, like a B-side or no, something. No, it's literally on the album. Wow, that's brave. Yeah. No, that's Happiness is the Road. Wow. Um, uh-uh. <laughs> um, second question is, I see a pattern forming mm. of songs from Happiness is the Road. Well, I mean, literally only two at this point. Do they not really like the album or something, do you think? Well, the second disc was was a collection of leftovers really so in a way everything on that second disc is a b-side right Um, the first disc essence is is a proper fully formed album that's the main yeah album yeah the main part of the album but there's some good tracks on that second disc you know man from planet marzipan is a cracker uh i love half the world and you know so it's it's not bad at all Mm. Anyway, so the next track is technically uh, a cover version of a How We Live song, which was H's previous band. We need to look at that album at some point, uh, which was You Don't Need Anyone, which is from the Holidays in Eden sessions. And it was at one point going to be on the album because they felt they needed even more singles. Hmm. Um, It's very, very poppy. It would have perhaps tipped... Holidays in Eden over the edge in terms of poppiness. Really? Oh, you know, I'd um, like to hear this. But they song. have played it. They have played it well three times when they were writing the album or recording the album. And then they did play it at the 2007 convention because it did appear as a B-side, I think, a demo version of it mm. somewhere. I don't dislike it, but it, it felt fairly uh, unfinished. Right. Yeah, although it did have completely lyrics, unlike certain other songs that did end up on albums. <laughs> uh, so then we're into a whole bunch of an hour before it's dark songs, which of course they haven't. Oh had a yeah, it's to obviously play. they've only played them once. Yeah, so uh, Crow and the Nightingale, Sierra Leone, Reprogram the Gene, Annie a Kiss, Murder Machines. Now, fair enough. That's all fair enough. Now here's a song that I think that you're going to hear soon because you're doing somewhere else. Mm. It's a B side, and I think it needs. A bit of love, like the release has got in recent years. Ooh. I've only been played four times, Circular Ride. It's oh, let me write that down because I was, it, when, I li- when I was listening to... Well, I'm going to tell you to, to listen to it when we get to somewhere else. Well, we are up to somewhere else. And I was looking for it the other day when I couldn't remember the name of the song because it didn't come automatically after the end of oh, the album. If only there was some way you could ask your husband. You weren't here. I wasn't here. Circular Ride. And what was the other B-side? Say the Word, which I don't think they've ever played. Get out of here. Yeah, because certain members of the band literally hate it. Really? Yeah. Where where can people listen to these songs? Well, either on um, the single version of uh, Thank You, Whoever You Are, or, I don't know, they're probably on YouTube somewhere. But Circular Ride is great. It's really great. I mean, it's very poppy. It's got this this accordion line that goes through it. Oh, um, wow. I suppose it's quite different to what they've done before. But, you know, if they can start wheeling out the release, you know, let's have, let's have Circular Ride again. <laughs> release the... No. Ride the Circular Ride. Terrible. Absolutely terrible, Sanya. <laughs> <laughs> that was awful. I'm embarrassed for you. (laughs) Come on, you improve it. I did. Circular ride again. Oh, oh God, yeah. (laughs) I'd already said, I already said a better one than than release or ride the circular ride. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. Uh, Circular rides again. So um, then we have, uh, oh God, they played Way Over Yonder by Carol King five times. Then we're into some more of those early songs again. Skyline Drift and Madcap's Embrace. Uh, liquidity from the first disc of Happiness of the Road they've only played five times it's a tiny little linking bit 
Right, fair enough. Um, so understandably, they won't have done that. Let it be, they've played five times. Someone has a uh, copy of that. Uh, How Will You Go by Crowded House, they've played five times inexplicably. Uh, now, How Can It Hurt is a B-side. Do you remember How Can It Hurt? Uh, happy, um, I keep saying Happiness is the Road and Holidays in Eden mixed up. Um, it's oh. Holidays in Eden B-side. Um, I, I, I know the name. I can't remember how it goes. How can it hurt if I don't understand? <laughs> yeah, still yeah. drawing a blank. Yeah, it's fine. They, That's not one that I'm campaigning for them to play. <laughs> right, with. fine. Um, so, you know, how lovely we're going to be getting it in less than next week. <laughs> I've just seen where Are they we? played it. Yeah, they're playing it on this, this round of conventions. Oh, you're But I'm, I'm fine with that because it is a rarity. Oh, it's a rarity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then we have uh, Hocus Pocus by Focus, which, of course, they we know they've played at least five times. They must have played that more than five times. They never do it at conventions, so... Uh, I suppose, and they only, and they only do in, it at the end of the Dutch convention. Yeah. So then we have Gabriel's Message, which they've done five times. Christmas song. Mm-hmm. Apparently they've done Toxic six times. Wow. By Britney Spears. Now here we have uh, Number One. Uh, mm-hmm. which I've done six times. Number one is from Anorachnophobia. That rings remember? a bell. Yeah. That does you, ring a don't bell. Don't you ever wonder if this will to win is a weakness? Yeah. It's a sort of very slow kind of with strings. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, they've only played that five really, times. It's sort of quite a heavy, depressing <laughs> song. Um, then we have some more covers. Then we have I Will Walk on Water, which is oh. another. Was that the bonus disc on Six of One Half, or bonus track on Six of One Half a Dozen of, of the Other? Which sound? it sounds like the police. Yeah, walk, I remember, walk, I remember it really, yeah, yeah, really, really well. I've played that seven times. I don't love it, no, not but really. it's catchy. Right, here's a song that I am campaigning for them to play much more often, a state of mind from Happiness is the Road. They... Not, not the fish one, not oh. the fish one. Oh, yeah, whoops. Fish's state of mind. There's his a state of mind. Uh, ah, great okay. little song. So another Happiness in, is the Road song that they're not playing very often. Yeah. I'm telling you, there's something about that album. They don't love it, do they? Your favourite, Lucky Man from... <laughs> Sounds that can't be made only played eight times. I believe that. I never hear Lucky Man. That's fine with me. I love Lucky Man. It's a yeah. Dirge. Release dirge. the Lucky No, it's not a dirge. It's a beautiful song. A beautiful, uplifting, empowering song. Hey, if they did play that song and I was there, I'd feel like an unlucky man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna campaign for the release of Lucky Man. Okay, I'm certainly not. But uh, the release, you mean the playing of it yeah uh i am going to campaign for the next one invisible ink only played <gasps> eight times no that's a travesty. travesty that's literally one of my all-time favorite marillion songs why i love they, that song. why have they only played that eight times that's that's i can't get my head around that i can't get my head around that i mean maybe so because good. it's quite a recent album so it hasn't had Ow. the opportunity to be played more, but it definitely should. It's literally one of my favourite songs. Um, it, it's a I've travesty it, that they've played that. Yeah, um, less than most toys. Yeah, well, yeah, they have. How have wow. they played most toys more than Invisible Ink? Oh, it's such a great song. Mm. It was on my personal... Well, it still is. It's on my personal playlist and I have played it on repeat at times. There's There's some more that I'm coming up as well that I'm going to... Kick off about. Sip, yeah, kick off about. Born to Run from Radiation. Lovely song. I get why they don't play it because it's very quiet and you can lose the audience during it. I've been there when they played it and mm. you, all you hear is the audience chatter throughout it. Oh, that can be demoralising. Yeah, and, you know, you always risk H getting arsy. That's only been played eight times, Born to Run. Now, here's another one that really deserves a, a, bit, of, a bit of love. Montreal, nine times. Nine no, times. No way. Yeah. Really? I mean, I've heard them play it at least three or four of those times. Yeah, because they mainly play it at conventions. Wow. I know it's I mean, it is paced. long. It is long, isn't yeah. it? So if you play that, you're going to be not, unable to play a bunch of other songs. But wow, I love Montreal. Mm. Now, the next one 
which they've played 10 times, is a surprise to me. We're into Fish Era stuff now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Torch Song from Clutching at Straws. I didn't think they'd ever played that live, but they played it 10 times in 87. And Ooh, okay. they've never played it in the UK or never played it back then in the UK. Only ever what? on their American tour. And so once in Milan. They, so they, they never played it even when they were touring the Clutching at Straws album? Well, that's when they release. were touring the Clutching at Straws and album. And they didn't play Torch the, Song? Not in the UK, no. That's bizarre. Yeah. that's yeah. Re- I mean, it's not one of my favourite songs, but that is bizarre. No, I find that odd. Then when we have uh, The Air in Marbles, now you'll be like, what? That's been played 10 times. What is it? It's uh, a funny a funny song. <laughs> it was on a fan club CD. It's a version of, of the Marbles snippets mm. given a Pogues facelift. Okay, how have they only played Invisible Ink and State of Mind and H- Half the World uh, less times than Built in Bastard Radar, which they've played 10 times. 10 too many. Why would they play Built in Bastard <laughs> Radar that many times? I don't know. That's insanity. Oh, dear. I'm glad I wasn't there for any of those times. Yeah. Played 11 times, No Such Thing from somewhere else. Again, mm. a song that I suspect might get lost on audiences. I, I will talk about it more when we um, get Soon. to the album. Uh, Costa del Slough, which is the intro from Radiation, yes. 11 times. Huh. Now, this is a freaking travesty of, of epic proportions. They have only played 13 times this song, The Only Unforgivable Thing. One of their greatest songs. And yet, I bet you they've played like Out of This World a thousand times. Wow. It's an, it's equally good as, as any of their greats. It is quite mellow sounding. It's It's got loads of power to it. Okay, the beginning's mellow, but then Mm. once it really kicks in. Yeah, I'm really, I mean, maybe it's too emotional. It could be too emotional to sing. Oh, well, he sings beyond you now. Get over yourself. Bubs, you can't say that. You call me Bubs on the oh, podcast. Whoops. Wow, now everyone knows. Oh, no. You literally call me Bubs on the podcast. Oh, you can edit it out. No, staying in. Everyone knows now your pet name for me. I want everyone to address me as Bubs from here on out. <laughs> they will. Be careful what uh, you wish for. 13 times. Can you believe that? Can you wow. believe that? And yet, freaking Neverland still, a million times. That's still less than most toys. Explain yep. this to me. Why has it been played less than most toys? The only unforgivable thing is just it's a Marillion classic. Yep. Why don't they play it? <laughs> um, you've got to hide your love away. They played fourteen times. They played by the Beatles, which is a more, great song, what? but they played it more times than any unforgivable thing. That's crazy. I mean, it's a great song. Do you know the first time I heard that song uh, was Busker playing it on the London Underground, and I thought. What the hell is that? That's so good. I've never heard it before. Um, oh, wow. And then I had to look it up. And it was years before I discovered who actually recorded it. Really? Yeah. Right, 15 times. This is insanity. Right, they've played... Oh, my God, they've played this more than The Only Unforgivable Thing and State of Mind and Half the World and whatever the other one I said was... The Tower. No, Invisible Ink. <laughs> they have played The Wound from somewhere else 15 times, God. more than any of those songs. It's not a great song. I need to check what I, if, if I've written anything about The Wound. I mean, from the name. Well, don't worry about it right now. <laughs> yeah, okay. I've just seen what I've written. <laughs> okay, right. Well, you can look forward to that when we finally do somewhere else. All I will say is I would rather hear The Only Unforgivable Thing. Yeah, the and wound. it's a travesty an that they've played it injustice, less. Injustice, injustice. <laughs> they've played the wound more than that. Now, you see, the, the only unforgivable thing is now my benchmark for Marillion's insanity. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they forgot that they wrote it. It, it gets worse. It's Sorry, like, I, I reckon going. they've just forgotten about Invisible Ink. That's I, why I think they haven't played it. They've just completely they, forgotten forget it. about it? I don't it's know. Because they, they get, maybe they get focused on another song that they really want to play. And then it's like, they don't remember that it's there. I, I've got a theory. And it comes back to this whole thing of like Marillion writing songs that they will find fun to play live because they are, in quotes, upbeat. 
or mm. what they think are upbeat. And they did go through this whole period where they became fixated that their songs were too slow and low tempo and that they thought the audience wanted to hear rock music. Mm. Just Whereas, give your just give your audience seats, let them sit down well, and do. play they, the... They do increasingly these days. <laughs> yeah, and then play the, the slower, longer songs. Yeah. I think they they don't know their audience precisely. I, I've often thought this. You know, I mean, great, they finally got it right with An Hour Before It Start, which is both up-tempo and rocky and very Marillion and mm. exactly what we all want. But for a lot of the time, they thought... Because I remember this. There was a long thread, I think, on the Marillion forums. I remember when it started, there was a long thread on the Marillion forums that someone began complaining that Marillion songs don't rock like they did during the Fish era. Right. Right, they didn't have as much energy. Uh... And then... It got a lot of traction. And then after that, you, I started sort of seeing comments from the band in interviews where they would talk about, you know, oh, yeah, this is going to be great live. And, you know, oh, yeah, this song. And they're always the shit rock songs that they thought were going to play live. Oh. So it felt like they were, whether it was subconscious or by design, it felt like they were increasingly writing these tedious <laughs> um, rock songs that, to that weren't. Yeah, please their the audience. audience. Yeah, not understanding that I think well, I remember this thread. I remember reading it and getting wound up by it because I thought it was it was the person who originally started it and the other people that were chipping in. They were they were using the terms like rock mm. heavy, mm. Um, but for me the the reason why the fish era you know grabbed me when I was a kid was because of the epicness that Marillionness that unique Marillionness that which, they had yeah which doesn't need to be heavy necessarily no, no it doesn't you know it needs to have sort of different movements and atmosphere and melody at the same time and do weave mm-hmm. all these things together but you know as we know when I was getting worried about an hour before it's dark Traditional rock songs is not what Marillion do best. They're terrible at it. They're terrible. They're, I'm saying it now. Bloody awful, as we know from most toys in the wound. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, moving on from the wound. Another. This is a strange one. They played sixteen times. They've played this. Trap the spark from Happiness Is the Road. So not many times, but. They've played that more than the only unforgivable thing. It's a very... And Invisible Ink. It's a little quiet song. So, you know, that now goes against my whole theory. Anyway. Oh, God, here here we are. Here we are. Bloody terrible. Talking of terrible songs. Thunderfly. I've never heard of it. from Happiness is the Road. Oh, you are... I swear, I'm getting worried now about Happiness is the Road. (laughs) You're really worrying me. Why? I've I've just said I love Half the World on there. Trap the Spark Oh, wow, you love one song. No, I don't. I say... I've literally, earlier in this podcast, listed a whole load of songs from it that I really like, like Man from Planet Marzipan. Trap the Spark is another one. Uh, there's, There's loads of great songs on there. And the whole of disc one, I love. Right, okay. Anyway, Thunderfly. So, oh, Institution Waltz, which they've listed here as a fish song, which technically he did record it, but it started as a Marillion song. They played 17 times. Um, That's quite a lot. They never recorded it. Tumble Down the Years, 18 times from Marillion.com. Great song. Okay, moving on. Now oh, wait, sh- <laughs> you don't like it. I can't remember what you said when we were talking about the I think it feels unfinished to me. I love it. I love Tumble Down the Years. And I think it's a great song live. Uh... Now, this one's a surprise. Is this from when they did um, the Lost Trios tour? I don't know. Now She'll Never Know from Radiation, which I love mm-hmm. 18 times, but yeah. very quiet. Yeah. House, they've played 20 times. I'll believe that. So 1999, so I guess they must have played it on the dot-com tour and they've played it a few times on and off. they played it... At, um, in two thousand on the two thousand and seventeen conventions, because of course they they did the whole of dot com. Oh, and here we have another dirge of a song, twenty one times the last century for man. That's on somewhere else. You've heard it recently. Yeah. Dirge. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, okay. I oh, don't hate it. All right. Okay. Now this next one you do hate. This oh, has God. also been played twenty one times. More than the only unforgivable thing, and invisible more than ink. invisible ink, more than lucky man, a legacy from uh, Marillion.com. It's that opening track that jumps all over the place. Oh, it 
Didn't it grow on me, though, in the end? Yeah, it kind of grew on me, but then it's nicely produced. Um, but, yeah, it's never going to be my favourite. Right, and here or we have... one of my favourites. Here we have played 22 times, mm-hmm. more than the Any Unforgivable Thing, more than Invisible Ink. More than A Legacy. More than Half the World, more than No Such Thing. More, more than, than Lucky Montreal, Man. More than oh, yeah, Water more than Run, Montreal. More than A State of Mind. Uh is most toys. 22 times I've played it live. why? 22 times. Why? Most recently in 2007. What were they thinking? They they played it... Well, according to this, they only ever played it in 2007. 22 times in 2007? Yeah. On the Summer Else tour. They really wanted to get it out of their system. Jesus Christ. 22 times too many? Yep. Hmm. Wow. The same number of times as they've played Gizabun. <laughs> you know Gizabun? Yeah. Gizabun, Gizabun, Gizabun. I can't believe that's listed as a song. All right. So they've played most toys the same number of times as Afraid of Sunrise. No. That's just wrong. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh, that's, that is just, I, I've got no words for I that. I feel sick. <laughs> I feel sick. Throw up in my mouth then. <laughs> We're not going to get to the end of this, but this is going to have to be a two-parter, just to let you know. Because <sighs> we're still in the... In the 20s. Yeah, in the low, uh, I the low numbers. I can't believe Afraid of Sunrise and, and Most Toys are equals. Now, this next one's interesting, given that it was released as a single, and they only played it 23 times. Oh, the next two were singles, and both only... This shows how bad they are at choosing singles. Or maybe they, or maybe it shows that they don't actually really like playing their singles. Um, Kaylee, what you think they have, that you think that's not near the top? Oh, okay, true, true, <laughs> true, true, true. Okay, uh, I meant the later singles. So both these chains from mm. Radiation and See It Like a Baby from somewhere else have really? only been played twenty three times. Wow, and they're quite upbeat and poppy. I think they'd be really good live. I don't, I wouldn't necessarily call them, mm, would you say see it like a baby's poppy? Yeah, or Rocky, Rocky Poppy. It, I mean, I, I, like, upbeat, I like both those I songs, mean. they're fine, they're yeah. both fine. But um, interestingly, I, I read an interview with Lucy recently where she got a bit defensive about their choice of singles. Oh, no. <laughs> um, oh, no. How they choose their singles based upon what they're told will perhaps get them radio play. Ah, uh, uh, so... They choose their singles based on someone else's advice. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, or at least did whenever this interview was. Mm. Which explains a lot, you know, but also trust your gut and don't listen to, you know, remember what your audience want. Yeah, trust your gut. And saying that, I do like both of those songs. Oh, you do like See It Like a Baby? Yeah, I do. Okay, yeah. I do actually Um, a lot. So the next one, 23 times as well, Faith from The End of Somewhere Else. Oh, that rings a bell. It's a little song at the end, the acoustic one. Oh, yeah, I love it. in my hand is like through my Oh, right then. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love Faith. All right, let's, I'm just going to go through, these are all low ones. I'm just going to whiz through before we get to some big ones. One Fine Day, fine, I've only played that 25 yeah, times. Hope care. for the Future, only 20, 25 oh. times. No, Hope for the Future would be wonderful live. <laughs> I like it. I love uh, Hope for the Future. They're embarrassed by it. No, don't be embarrassed. Be proud. But, you know, they're, it's they're, a good, happy, upbeat, fun more, song. But they are more embarrassed by the only unforgivable thing. <laughs> <laughs> and Montreal and, and Montreal. Invisible <laughs> Montreal, it's yeah. like one of their greats. Although people, I know, I know a lot of people agree. don't love it. It's cut and paste, but I do love it. So, I so twenty six times, she chameleon. Interestingly, I suspect a lot of those times with were the ah oh, yeah, they were all all for the most part the early version of she chameleon, which wasn't the same as the the album version. You know, the very slow mm. sort of funeral style mm. album version. The I don't think you've ever heard it. How can it's, you tell? What does it say on there? Early well, version got, or no? No, it's got the um, the dates when they played it. Oh right, I've got, I, I have heard a bootleg of it. Um, I, 
don't know if it's better, but it's certainly more up-tempo. Mm, okay. So this is a travesty, but then it's only from an album that came out seven years ago, six years ago, White Paper, 27 times. Play it more, please. <gasps> no. Um, yes, okay, fair enough. One it's of their greatest it's, songs. It's from a recent album, yeah. so they haven't had the chance to play it a lot. But definitely needs playing more, definitely. Yeah, White Paper is... It's, it might even be in my top 10 Meridian songs. Mm, it's one of their best, for sure. Yeah, might be in my top 10. One of their best, along with Invisible Ink. <laughs> yes. Pour My Love, 27 times. Nothing oh. Nothing fills the hole, 27 times. Pour My Love deserves more it's live right. play. It's fine. Oh, it's beautiful. Beautiful song. It's also a rip-off of um, another song, but... Another song by who? Oh, what's his name? Todd Rundgren. Oh, talking of, there's mm. one track on somewhere else, which is, I have only discovered doing my research for the album, mm. which is a shameless ripoff. It's like, Marillion, you don't need to do that. Oh, no, I'm yeah, really I'm curious. Yeah, I'm going to play you the the original, he says in quotes, um, when we do the episode. Okay, yeah, uh, can't wait. And it's slightly disappointed me because... I really like the somewhere else version of it, but the original um, probably does it better. Oh, <laughs> anyway, okay. Curious uh, now. 28 times Fruit of the Wild Rose. That's fine by me. Uh, here we have another travesty. Mm, 28 times Essence. I love Essence. Mm. You know Essence? Yeah, yeah, I know Essence. Only 28 times. Wow. Yeah. Bizarre. And the thing is, you could say 28 is a lot, but then when you see how many times certain other, certain songs, other songs have been played yeah. you kind of go there's a wild imbalance there's here. a wild imbalance there's some great songs that they're just ignoring yeah pretty much and replaying a lot of the same ones yeah man from planet marzipan 29 times um i mean this is this, this is insane i know it, i think it was a acoustic tour but it's not your fault they played 29 times so they've played that the same number of times as it as Man for Planet Marzi Plan and one more time than the brilliant Essence and three more times than White Paper. Wow. Oh, my God. Deserve, played 31 times. That deserves never to be played again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, 31 times too many. Wrapped up in time, 35 times. That's another uh, Happiness is the Road song, which Ah. is really nice. Another song that you think that I don't like, but I do. Well, you said Wrapped I don't... Wrapped up in you, time? Yeah. Happiness, oh, Happiness is the Road, right. They mostly okay. played it on the acoustic tour because there was a version they did on Less Is More. Uh, but it's a lovely song. Here's one that they need to play more, 35 times, Woke Up, and it's a rock song. Play Woke Up more. Which album's that from? That's from Happiness is the Road, disc one. Ah, uh, okay. Right, it Not probably works it. in context of the overall thing, but it's great. An Accidental Man, 36 times... That's fine. I've heard that enough now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> whatever is wrong with you, 38 times. I've heard that too yes. many times. Um, come on. Yeah, don't play The that. only unforgivable yeah. thing could yeah. replace it. Don't play whatever is wrong with you anymore. No, it's That's fine. Oh, good news. We're getting it next week. <laughs> no. Along with what was the other song you said that they're playing next week? Um, I will walk on water. How can it oh. hurt? How can uh-huh. it hurt? Jesus. Okay. Okay. Sympathy by Rare Bird. Cover, oh, that's a lovely uh, 38 song. Thirty-eight times. Dreamy Street, which is only really the intro to the first disc of Happiness Is the Road. They've played thirty-eight times. When I Meet God, only thirty-nine times. Given that's not <gasps> not a new album now, Arachnophobia, yeah. that needs to have been played more. That definitely needs playing more. That's a real surprise because it's a great song and it builds beautifully. It's a gorgeous song. It's the sort of thing they do best. Yeah. Well, sort that out, Meridian. Genie, only 39 times. This one. Wow, now that uh, is surprising. That's surprising, but so is this, because I swear I've heard it a lot. But, you know, I guess they've played it at a lot of conventions. I don't know. A Few Words for the Dead, only 39 times. Another Get out great of here. song. And it always oh, goes down a storm. Yeah, I'm really surprised by that, because I thought A Few Words for the Dead was like one of the most played songs yeah. so like Neverland and Easter it's a surprise isn't it that's a real surprise yeah maybe I've just watched the video of it being played live a lot, a yeah. lot. it's great live oh great. I can imagine you don't have to because you have seen it live. that's true <laughs> it was a long <laughs> you, time ago you've been there when they've done it it was a long time ago <laughs> Enlightened they played 44 times surprising 
Um, now this is just please never play this again 44 times they've played Asylum Satellite number one 44 <laughs> times it's like nails down a blackboard it's horrible oh my I goodness. hate it 44 it, times they've played it 44 times I, I hate it <laughs> it's it's kind of up there for me with almost with like the likes of the steamer because it's just Ooh. it's a horrible the guitar is like it's like a cat oh. on a hot plate seems a cat on a hot plate yeah it's like a cat being held down on a hot plate that's what it sounds like well it seems, <laughs> it seems like the band are fans of it now this is a surprise as well played 45 times only mm-hmm. one more than the dreadful asylum satellite number one drilling holes that's a lot lower than i thought yeah that's yeah exactly uh, you and, seem to think that it was overplayed. Well, then, what does that tell you? <laughs> <laughs> what does that tell you? <laughs> oh, actually, it hasn't been overplayed. Yeah. So the next one, also at 46, plays Thank You Whoever You Are. Oh, I'm surprised by that. I would have thought they played that way more. They don't. It's a great song. Wow. And this next one is also a bit of a travesty because it deserves to be played more beyond you. There you go, 46 oh, times. Oh, is that it? So we'll leave it there because yes. you've got your two answers. Yes. So and they're both remember, in the bottom half. Yeah, if we remember we were beyond you. Can I just ask? No. Just so that we can see all these numbers in context. Don't tell me the song. Yeah. But what is the most amount of times that the top... The, Number one song has been played. Are you played. ready for this? Yes. 783 times. What? The second most played, 759 times. Oh, whoa. The third most played, 681 times. I was I was not expecting so that. So when you're going to get a song as beautiful wow. as Beyond You, only played 46 times. And it's not a new release. No. You know, Beyond You was released... Years ago, decades well, ago. Well, let me tell you, uh, uh, the most played song from the Afraid of Sunlight album that Beyond You came off of, I'm not going to say which song it is, has mm. been played 431 times. But it's beautiful. No. Oh, King. I'm not saying. <laughs> it's got to be King. It's bloody King, isn't it? I think King, I've heard King so many times that I think it's overplayed. So it has to be King. I, do you know what? I'm in shock. Yeah. There's Putting so the numbers much into context, that, yeah. it's like that is a really wild imbalance. Yeah. No, I'm really shocked. Yeah. I am shocked. It's, yeah, when you see how much they played certain songs mm. uh, and then you compare that to. You know, has some genuinely great Marillion songs yes. that just aren't getting the love. Yeah. I mean, Although, you know, things like Beyond You and The Only Unforgivable Thing, I will, I would understand if it's because they're just too emotionally harrowing to play. Well, that was always his excuse with Beyond You. And look, I know... I get that. I know The Only Unforgivable Thing is about guilt, but he did also say, don't forget in an interview, that it was also about kind of Western guilt you know, things we do in terms of sort of starting wars and the like. Well, that might be emotionally harrowing to sing about. Oh, just switch it off, mate. <laughs> you know, let's face it, it fi- fi- Fish is able to get up there and sing any old shit. H can't <laughs> switch it off. He has to connect emotionally to the lyrics. <sighs> what were you going to say? Nothing. But they are, they're ignoring so many brilliant songs mm-hmm. that would make their set list. Look, I get they're not touring as much as they used to. Mm, true. Um, I get that. You know, we're running out of time to hear some of this stuff. But it, I have to say, it, it it's disheartening that they played Neverland on their most recent tour mm. in the UK and they've wheeled it out again for the bloody conventions. Mm. Um, yeah, when things like Invisible Ink... And Montreal are Just getting... Just get played. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, there is the argument as well that you kind of go, oh, all right, uh, a lot of people couldn't go and see those songs live because it was only in the UK, etc., etc. But we, we did also get a live stream of the Hammersmith show, didn't we, that, that went out for everyone. 
It's not the same, though. It's not the same as being there. Well, okay. Well, in that case, then just drop it for the UK convention and put something else in there. Bloody hell. I'd even <laughs> prefer Man from Planet Marzipan to uh, Neverland at this point. Mm. And I love Neverland. It's such a shame. No, I, that, I, I it's love It's such Neverland. a shame that I'm saying this because it is a brilliant song. Because I always remember Marillion back in the day used to say, oh, you know, back in the day or relatively recently, you know, they still defend it and kind of go, we're not playing the nostalgia circuit. We're not just going out there and playing the hits. But they are. They're playing what have become the hits for the fandom. Mm. You know, so you are getting the same songs a lot of the time, or at least you are getting Invisible Man and Neverland pretty much at every, every show. Mm. But, I mean, I guess that's where the conventions come in because they're able to bring in more rarities. Yes, mixed in with, I suppose, the... The, the, the couple of places. the hits, yeah. And I know, you know, not everyone gets to go on it, you know, see them on every tour and, you know, they've got to try and keep everyone happy. I get that. But, you know, I'm talking, this is always from a personal perspective. Mm. And the personal perspective is I am tired of Neverland Live. Really tired of it. Well, get ready to hear it again next week. Oh, I'm going outside. You're going to go outside for Netherlands? No, I'm actually going to turn my back on the stage and fold my arms. <laughs> no, I'm not even going to fold my arms. I'm going to turn my back on the stage and put my fingers in my ear. No. <laughs> Imagine how awful that would be. Imagine you were on stage singing and you saw someone in the audience doing that. Or what I might do is I might just dance wildly out of time. Like, <laughs> put, some, put some headphones on and dance to my own thing. That's to Wigfield Saturday night. It's like literally one of their best songs. And you're putting on a show like this. I know it's one of their best songs. I've not denied that. Just stop playing it. <laughs> Just, you know, yeah, I know it's great. Stop playing it. Oh. Um, what would you like them to play instead? Pick a song. White Paper. Yes. Yes. I would love no that. No hesitation. Definitely White Paper. Definitely. I know it doesn't have the same build as Neverland, which is probably what they like, but, you know. I mean, I'll, I'll sky up after rain or something that mm. they don't play much that's still great. The only unforgivable thing. There you go. Mm. I just, just wish they'd just, oh, I don't know, stop relying on it. I mean, they obviously love it. They obviously mm, enjoy yeah. playing it. They're obviously not bored of playing it. But it needs to be rested because I remember... Easter was so overplayed for years mm. and then they stopped playing it for a long time and then when they reintroduced it into the set it was like yes I've missed this right I'd yeah. love to miss Neverland you've got to give people the chance to miss it yeah uh, and especially when you've got a, a catalogue of songs as broad as theirs with you know and I've loved in recent years the release getting this mm. resurgence of love for it, that it's been rediscovered as a song that is great and people love hearing it live. And it's just now, even though it was a B-side, just been accepted into sort of the Marillion canon. You know, and I'm looking forward to hearing that. I'm not bored of it yet. Yeah. Not probably because it's not 12 minutes long of the same thing uh, going Ooh. over and over. <laughs> Wow. Um, in one breath you say you love it and it's one I of do. their best songs. And the next breath you're like, it's the same thing over and over. I do love it. Hmm. I do love it, but it's tested. The the overplaying has tested my love. <laughs> and I think there's other songs, some of which we've identified today, that are ripe for reintroduction yeah. into the set list. For sure. And not only that, just to, you know, show people, because I'm sure people... Yeah, there are Meridian fans out there who've never heard Circular Ride, which is, it, it's great. Mm. It's got the same sort of energy as the release. Right. Oh, right. Oh, uh, I'm curious to hear yeah. it now. It's it's brilliant. And it's it's in some ways, you know, it should have been on the album, really, but it, it is, it's one of the best songs of the Somewhere Else era. Mm. I mean, I'm in a minority in that I quite like Say the Word as well, even if the band hate it or at least I, th I know Ian Mosley hates it <laughs> oh really why well okay I get that it's a, a prince pastiche but you know. oh, okay got it but it's it's sort of right it's quite good uh as prince pastiches go anyway we'll leave it there for this week so I suspect we'll do the second half of this next time yeah that sounds good do we do we 
Mm. hold off and get the next episode out late to get our Leicester review out. And then do the second half of this the week after. Ah. Well, I think the Leicester review would be fresher. Let's do that. So let's do that. Next episode, it's going to be a day or two late, everyone. Mm. But we're going to be recording it. Return home and yeah, recover. Recover. Well, yeah, gonna need a couple of weeks for that. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, is are they? Is that your plan? Uh, it's Marillion weekends. It's always the way. But we'll uh, we're going to be recording stuff while we're there, aren't we? Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully is the plan. Yeah. So next time we'll probably be it'll be out Tuesday or Wednesday, but it'll be our report from Leicester, and the week after we're going to do our second part of this. Stephen Wicks did say he was going to perhaps do a report for us of Stockholm. So ah, interesting. If I yes, please. I can get please. my arse into gear and we can get that from him. Could he leave uh, it, like, uh, record it as a voice note and then we can drop it in? I'll speak to him when he's back from Stockholm. That's and then exciting. And we can put it into our Leicester episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right, um, that's it. So, everyone, um, subscribe, tell people about us, all that. That I always say every week. I really hope we see some of you in Leicester. Come and say hello. Uh, I am going to be wearing a Beampod t-shirt most days. I don't care. I know that's shameless. Why I is can't that brave? buy mine. I mean, uh, I've got one, but it's a bit big. Yeah. But I might wear it under a shirt. Yeah. If you want to buy a Beampod t-shirt, details. if you what, what great. If you want to buy a Beampod t-shirt to wear in Leicester, hey, you can. There's click on the links in the episode description. Yeah, yeah. Let us know as well on Facebook or Twitter if you're coming. I'd like to know how many of you are who listen to us are going to be there. Yeah, exciting. Uh, I know at least a couple. Because a few of you have said, I hope to see you in Leicester. Ah. Yeah. Are we going to do a bonus app this week? For Do you have something to talk about? I will do after I've eaten my lunch. All right, then let's do a bonus app. Okay. There's going to be a bonus app for our patrons. So if you want to sign up for that, www.patreon.com slash Mr. Biffo, you can do so for as little as one English pound. You can do so for as little as one British pound a week. Month. Month. You can do so for as little as one English pound a month. British pound. You can do so for as little as one British pound a month. (gasps) Bargain. Bargain. And you get bonus stuff and you get eps early most of the time. Right, that's it. Uh, see lots of you in Leicester. Come and say hello. And it's going to be good fun. I'm really looking forward to it. Yay. Yay. All right. Okay, bye, everyone. Bye. Be safe. Be good. Be safe. Behave. Behave yourselves. <laughs>